Hello, everyone. Welcome to our broadcast. Carol and I would like to say to all of our partners how grateful we are to you, how much we appreciate your faithful support and your continued confidence in the call of God on our lives. We also want to say Merry Christmas to each and every one of you and Happy New Year. Without you, this ministry could not do all that it's doing. Because of your faithful partnership with us, we're able to take the gospel around the world. And so many souls are being saved through chariots of light that I can't fail to mention that great outreach. For you partners, we wanna pray a special prayer for you today, that God's favor and His blessings will come upon you in this new year like you've never experienced it before. And that all these doors that have been closed for you will now be opened. And I'm telling you, God's goodness and favor going before you and making crooked places straight. Amen. And just His goodness coming on you and overtaking you in every area and relationship of your life. Amen. You know, as partners with other ministries, we've experienced increase in our lives because that's a spiritual law. Paul said that you are now partakers of my grace. And I know when I'm partnered with other ministries that have impacted our lives, it's caused their grace to come upon us, increases come to us, and we believe the same thing for our partners. The same favor, the same anointing, the same blessing that is on this ministry, on mine and Carolyn's life personally, we're believing that you're going to experience that and that every day of your life will be a blessing day. So once again, thank you partners for believing in us. Thank you for your faithful support. And once again, Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year. Thank you once again for joining us. And let me say how much I appreciate you allowing me this time to impart into your life and to share the uncompromising Word of God. I know how busy you are. And for you to take time out of your busy life, out of your busy schedule, and allow me the opportunity to share the Word of God, I'm deeply grateful for that. Now, don't take it lightly. And all of you that are partners with this ministry, thank you so much for believing in us. And thank you for believing in the vision. We appreciate it. And we pray for you and believe God for supernatural increase in your lives, just like we're experiencing here. That's the subject we've been dealing with the last couple of weeks, our covenant of increase. We're going to continue talking about that today. And if you have your Bibles with you, let's open them once again to Genesis chapter 12. This is where God introduces himself to the man Abram, later changes his name to Abraham. Even though we've read this over the last couple of weeks, I want you to see it again. God says to him in verse 2, I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee. Now, once again, the word bless means to empower, to prosper, to empower, to succeed, to empower, to multiply, and to empower, to increase. So when God says, I will make a covenant with you and through this covenant, I will bless you, then what he's saying is, I'm going to empower you to prosper, to succeed, to multiply, and to increase. Now, what I want you to understand is this increase was to cover every area of his life, not just increase in descendants, but to increase financially and materially. In fact, in Genesis chapter 13 and in verse 2, even though we've read this before, I want you to see it again. It says, And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. 
So notice immediately this covenant of increase is working in this man's life. He began to increase in every area, including financially, silver and gold, praise God. Now, in Deuteronomy chapter 8, beginning in verse 6, all the way down through verse 18, God is saying through Moses, Moses is uh, saying to the people what God wanted him to tell them. And God says through Moses, And when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied. And notice once again, even though I've mentioned this before, it says, and when this happens, not if it happens, get if it happens out of your thinking. It's not if it happens, it's when it happens. In the mind of God, if you're obedient to Him, then it's just a matter of time and you're going to start seeing increase. Now, what have I said over the last two weeks? If you are not increasing, that is a violation of your covenant because your covenant is a covenant of increase. God has no problem how much you increase just as long as you give Him all the credit for it. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18 says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is He that giveth thee the power to get wealth. Or you could say, it is God who gives you the power to increase. So when you're increasing, when this covenant is working in your behalf, not if it works, but when it works, when it's working in your behalf and you start seeing increase, immediately acknowledge that it's because of God. Don't go around saying, look what I've done. No, it's not you. It's the God you serve. And don't ever say, I'm a self-made man. No, you're not. If it wasn't for God, you wouldn't even have a brain. So let's remember, it is God who is our source. God's behind the wealth. God's behind the increase. God is in the business of multiplying, adding, and in bringing us more and more. And all he says we have to do is be obedient to his word and give him all the credit for it. And the cycle is unending. In fact, in Psalm 115 and verse 14, it says, The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Why? Because you're blessed of the Lord. And what is the blessing? It's the result of the covenant. And he says, because of your covenant of increase, the blessing of God is on your life, and that blessing will position you to experience more and more. Don't be afraid of more and more. And don't ever be ashamed of the blessing of God. You know, a lot of people have a problem with it. A lot of people have a problem with you increasing. A lot of people have a problem with you uh, experiencing more and more. But just remember, God's the one who brought it. God's the one who came up with the, uh, uh, the possibility of it happening in your life. God's the one who ordained it. So if God's the one who ordained it and God's making it happen in your life, don't be ashamed of it. In fact, give him all the credit for it. If somebody says, I don't think a Christian ought to be driving a car like that. Just say, well, you know, the Lord gave me this car. The Lord made provision for it. And I'm sorry you don't, you know, you have a problem with it, but God bless me with it and I'm going to give him all the glory for it. Praise God. You know, some people have a problem with preachers owning airplanes. Well, you just don't do what we do. If you did what we did, follow me around, you'd understand why I need an airplane. 
But the fact that somebody has a problem with it, I'm not going to hide it. I'm going to say, the Lord blessed me with that airplane. And he did. And I'm going to give him all the glory for it, praise God. And I'm going to use it to further the kingdom. I'm going to use it to make him known in the earth, make him famous in the earth, praise God. So I'll never be ashamed of the increase that God brings in my life. I'll always give him credit for it. Now, Psalm 115 and verse 14, once again, the Lord shall increase you more and more. The R.K. Harrison translation of Hebrew into current English says it this way, may the Lord give you continual prosperity. Wow, I like the sound of that. May the Lord give you continual prosperity. What does continual mean? It means uninterrupted. It means uh, uh, that it just never stops. Continual prosperity. You know, I think that's better than having a financial miracle every six months. You know, financial miracles are wonderful, but wouldn't it be better to just live in continual prosperity, uninterrupted prosperity? That's what this says. May the Lord give you continual prosperity. What this says to me is, the Lord wants to bring increase into your life until you get to the place where you're experiencing continual, uninterrupted prosperity. Now, what a way to live. I'm not saying, you know, I know a whole lot of people that are there, but this says that it is available. So set it as your goal. God, you've given me this covenant. It's a covenant of increase. And your greatest desire is that I live in continual prosperity, even though I'm not there right now. I'm believing for that, and I'm going to find out from your word how to get there, and I'm not giving up until I do. That's the attitude you have. Now, here's one of the ways you get there. In 2 Chronicles uh, chapter 26, this is the story of a young king. His name was Uzziah, and he became king over Judah when he was only 16 years old. And notice what it says about this man. 2 Chronicles chapter 16, uh, 26 rather, and verse 4. Now remember, he's only 16 years old when he became king. And it says, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. You know, that could be a key, doing right in the sight of the Lord. It says, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah did. Then verse 5 says, and listen to this very closely, And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. Now listen to this. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. As long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. So it sounds like to me we've just discovered two important keys to continual prosperity to increasing more and more. What are they? Number one, doing that which is right in the sight of the Lord. You know, a lot of people have the idea they can just live any way they want to live. They can just live any lifestyle they choose, and God will just bless them in spite of it. Folks, that is not true. You're not going to just live any way you want to live and expect God to bless you. You know, you, you can't continue to lie and cheat and, and deceive and fraud, you know, that's not going to work. Uh, you can't continue to live in sin and, and, and adultery and, 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 and fornication and, and, and perversion sin, uh, I'm sorry, uh, perverted sin, 
perverted sin, all of it's perverted, uh, perverted sex, you know, and all this kind of stuff, and expect God to keep blessing you. You're, you're not going to uh, operate in unforgiveness and strife and be immoral and expect God to bless you. The Bible says that as long as this man did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, and as long as he sought God, what does that mean? He kept God first place in his life. He, he continually sought the Lord. In other words, he was on a continual quest for more of God. And as long as he remained on this continual quest for more of God, then the Bible says God made him to prosper. Now, isn't that what you want? Wouldn't you love to, that to be your testimony, that God just continually makes you prosper, that you live in continual prosperity? Then if that's what you want, then I'd make sure that I am uh, adhering to these two important keys, doing that which is right in the sight of the Lord. You know, I believe this is one of the reasons why so many preachers today are not living blessed lives. Uh, so many preachers are, are constantly having to beg and plead and come up with gimmicks and, and con people uh, out of their money. It's because they're not doing that which is right in the sight of the Lord. I made a promise to God. I made a promise to my wife. I made a promise to my children. And I made a promise to my partners that I would keep my life pure and I would keep this ministry pure. And that's what we've endeavored to do for 47 years. Do you think that might be the reason why I never have to beg, I never have to plead, I never have to con people out of money, I never have to manipulate people? God takes care of us. God supplies all of our needs. And I think one of the reasons why is because I have endeavored to do that which is right in the sight of the Lord. Now, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but that is, that is just not the attitude of a lot of preachers today. You know, in fact, uh, uh, this is pretty sad, but when people invite me to come and preach, you know, uh, it's almost to the point where we have to do a background check to find out if it's the kind of church I want to go to. Because if they're loose in their morals, I'm not going there because my being there is an endorsement to that. You know, and, and a lot of preachers today, you know, they've gone into this drinking wine and, and you know, and compromising in other areas. And I'm just not going to do that. And you know what I get labeled? Old-fashioned. Well, I'll just stay old-fashioned, thank you, because what I'm doing is working. I am endeavoring to do that which is right in the sight of the Lord. And I encourage you to do that as well. Make that uh, 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 an important priority in your life, that you're going to do that which is right in the sight of the Lord. And as long as you do that, God's going to make you to prosper. And then once again, it says, And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Now, you know, I wish I could tell you that's the end of that story. That's the end of the story for Uzziah. But it's not. Because later on in his life, as God continued to bless him, as God continued to prosper him, as God continued to bring increase into his life, then pride came in. And Uzziah began to look at everything around him and say, look what I've done. He stopped giving God the credit for it. And when that began to happen, when he got the big head and he got prideful, then the prosperity stopped. And the end of his story is not quite as nice as the beginning of his story. 
What happened? He failed to do what Deuteronomy 8, 18 said. What did it say? Uh, that when all these things begin to happen, remember the Lord thy God, for it is He that giveth thee the power to get wealth and to increase. Uzziah stopped doing that, and as a result of it, the end of his life is not nearly as pretty as the beginning of his life. So don't ever stop giving God the credit for your increase. Don't ever stop giving God the credit for your prosperity. Always acknowledge Him as your source of supply. Listen, <clears throat> I still believe, and I still say it quite often, and I tell preachers whenever I do uh, ministers' conferences, I will be the first one to tell you that without Him, I am nothing. But thank God I got Him. And thank God I'm going to keep doing what He tells me to do. And as a result of it, I believe He will keep doing what He promised He would do, and that is He would cause me to prosper. And excuse me on that. Amen. So, <clears throat> once again, if you want this continual prosperity, if you want to increase more and more, then do that which is right in the sight of the Lord and don't ever stop pursuing God. Always stay on a continual quest for more and more of Him. Uh, in Psalm 19, verses 7 down through 11, it talks about the commandments of God, the precepts of God, the teachings of God, and it says, in keeping of them, there is great reward. In keeping God's word, in being obedient to His word, there is great reward. The Moffat translation says, in following them, God's word, God's teachings, in following them, there is rich profit. It's profitable to be obedient to the word of God. In Hebrews eleven six, God says that He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Remember what it said about Uzziah? As long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. And here in the book of Hebrews, it says that if you will diligently seek him, that's the same thing as as long as he sought the Lord, then there is great reward. God rewards those who diligently seek him. He will continually bring increase into your life more and more. And then Proverbs 28 and verse 20 says, that a faithful man shall abound with blessings. Faithfulness is a result of being diligent. It's that continual pursuit. It's that never giving up, never turning back. It's, it's that continual uh, seeking after God and never giving up no matter what's happening around you. And the Bible says as a result of it, your faithfulness will position you to abound in the blessings of God. And then Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 22 says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. When the blessing of God is on your life, then it will bring more and more increase. And then Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 6, the Amplified Bible says, Blessings are on the head of the uncompromisingly righteous. That's faithfulness. And if your attitude is, I'm not going to compromise the word, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to follow the world sometime and follow God the other time. I'm going to stick with God all the way. I'm going to be faithful to His, His, His Word, faithful to His teachings, faithful to His instructions. Then the Bible says, blessings 
will be upon your life. So if you want to increase more and more, and remember, you're entitled to it because you have a covenant with Almighty God. So, you know, my attitude is, if I'm entitled to this, then why not benefit from it? Why not draw from it? You know, uh, I also have this attitude. If God didn't intend for this to happen in my life, He shouldn't have put it in my copy of the Bible. Because once I find it, then I'm going for it, and I'm not giving up until it comes to pass. So once again, your covenant is a covenant of increase. God expects you to increase. He wants you to increase. All you've got to do is be obedient to His Word. So two important principles that I've laid out for you today are these. Number one, do that which is right in the sight of the Lord. Ask yourself right now, is my behavior, is my conduct conducive to what the Word of God says? Maybe you need to make some adjustments. Maybe you need to make some corrections. Do it and do it now. Don't hesitate another day because all you're doing is delaying the increase and the prosperity that God wants to bring into your life. So ask yourself, am I doing what is right in the sight of the Lord? And then number two, never stop pursuing God. As long as you seek the Lord, God will make you to prosper. And then the third thing I want to leave you before we close today is this. Let go, I wrote in my notes, let go of all the negative circumstances that have been keeping you from experiencing increase. That means, you know, even the things that other people have said about you. Maybe you came from a family that didn't know these things. And maybe they've said things like, uh, you'll never be rich. You'll never have anything. Your family's poor. Your granddaddy was poor. Your great-granddaddy was poor. You'll never have anything. No, you're going to have to break loose from all of that because it's holding you back and preventing you from experiencing the kind of increase that God wants you to have. You know, there's a story in the Bible. It's found in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. And I'm reading from the Amplified Bible, and it's about a man by the name of Jabez. And it says, Jabez was honorable above all his brothers, but his mother named him Jabez, which means sorrow maker. And she said that she named him this because when she bore him, she bore him in pain. Now, just think about that. His, his mother bore him in pain. So when he was born, she looked at him. And she says, I'm naming you sorrow maker. And that stuck with him. I mean, you know, every time somebody said, hey, Jabez, what he heard was, hey, sorrow maker. Every time his mother said, Jabez, time to come to eat. And he heard, come on, sorrow maker. Every time one of his friends said, hey, let's go out and play today. All he heard was, come on, sorrow maker. And every time somebody said, hey, Jabez, what's your name? And making fun of him. What they were saying is, hey, troublemaker or sorrow maker. Uh, uh, you know, your name is sorrow maker. And he went with that for a long time. But then he prayed and he asked God. He said, that, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my border and that your hand might be with me and you would keep me from evil so that it might not hurt me. And God granted his request. What happened? Jabez is saying, God, allow me to break away 
from my past. Allow me to break away from the negative circumstances. Maybe that's what you need to do right now. If you want to experience increase more and more and the prosperity that God wants you to have, ask God to help you to break away from the past, break away from the negative circumstances. My time is up. It's an important announcement. I want you to watch right now. Then I'll be back in just a few moments. Biblical prosperity is God's intended lifestyle for all believers. In the revolutionary book, Why God Wants You to Prosper, Jerry Savelle establishes a biblical foundation for understanding the principles of divine prosperity with a special focus on the reasons why many of God's people are in financial bondage. God has provided the way out. You are blessed to be a blessing. Also included in today's package is the eye-opening five CD teaching, The Power of the Blessing. In this series, Jerry Savelle teaches how the blessing of God will cause you to live a rich life, how you can receive and experience this heavenly empowerment, and how the blessing will cause you to rise above troubles and limitations, and much more. Don't wait. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the Covenant of Increase package, including Why God Wants You to Prosper and the Power of the Blessing. You can enjoy the peace, quietness, and confidence that come from allowing God to direct your finances for His purposes today. Let me say to you once again, we want you to have these resources. They're important. If you begin listening to these three CDs entitled The Power of the Blessing, I'm promising you they're life-changing. You're going to receive insight and revelation that is going to take you to another level in your life. When you understand the power of the blessing, I'm telling you, your life will never be the same. So let me encourage you right now to order these today while it's very fresh in your mind. Three CDs, The Power of the Blessing, and then right along with it, my book on why God wants you to prosper. In the first few chapters, we talk about how that it is the will of God for His people to prosper. You know, that's got to be something that you settle once and for all in your heart and mind. If you still wonder whether or not God wants you to prosper, it's not likely you'll ever experience it. But once you see it from the Word of God, and I promise you everything in this book I have based on the Word of God, and once you see it in the Word of God that it is God's will for you to prosper, God wants you to prosper, and then show you the keys that will bring prosperity, and then you begin to apply them, then I'm telling you, you're going to go to another level. It'll be like John 10.10 says, abundant life, life far better than you've ever imagined. So Order these resources today. All the information you need is on the screen right now. And then also, let me remind you, we're going to continue this study next week on our covenant of increase. And I'd like to invite you to tune in, tell somebody about it, share it with a friend, a relative, somebody that you know needs to hear that God wants them to rise above their present circumstances. Thank you, partners, once again for believing in us and helping us in this ministry. And before I leave the air, let me say Merry Christmas and God bless each and every one of you. I'll see you again next week. Next week. It's one thing to experience increase and consume it all on yourself, but that's not God's plan. God wants you to become a distribution center. He wants to bring increase into your life so that you can share it with other people that are in need. And let me tell you something, 
that's one of the greatest joys you'll ever experience in your life. When you're so blessed that you're able to share it with someone else and meet the needs of others. 